0: Welcome to the Skull King Fantasy Football Podcast, powered by StatRoute.com. And now, here's your host, Ryan Skullrude. Hello and welcome again to another episode of the Skull King Fantasy Football Podcast. My name is Ryan Skullrude. I am your host and uh, tonight, it, uh, it'll be an interesting show. We are going over uh, some headlines from some of the injuries that happened uh, this week. Um, we are going over the Kings and Stings of Week 5 in the NFL. And then we will do a quick preview of the Monday night football game. I hope that everyone's matchups have gone well. And that uh, you are not dependent on Monday night in order, to, uh, in order to make or break your week. I am not dependent on Monday night to make or break my week. I lost in my three Yahoo leagues and one in my two sleeper leagues. So um, really the ones that matter to me are the ones in sleeper. That's our, our listener league and the staff league. The staff league, I will move to four and one. The listener league, I believe I moved to two and three. So. The 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 free Yahoo leagues I just kind of did for the fun of it um, did them a little bit late um, and so I missed week one on those and I am going zero and three in those. Thank you to Keenan Allen and Mike Evans. Really, for the most part, it's those two that really cost me in in every league. So. Um, so yeah, so we will get into, like I said, we will get into the headlines and then, um, we are still having some technical difficulties for those of you who, you know, who are thinking this sounds a little, this will sound a little plain without some of the sound effects and stuff we've got. Like I said, we've got some tef- technical difficulties we are trying to work through and, uh, and getting the original show, um, back on track. But, uh, once we get that taken care of, um, you know, even on... Even on the video here on YouTube, for those of you who watch there, uh, we, will get this, uh, we will get this fixed so that uh, um, it looks a little more professional and just not recorded, you know, willy-nilly. So, all right. That being said, let's get into today's headlines. Starting off, uh, Mason Rudolph is at home recovering. He was allowed to go home um, from the hospital after getting a concussion uh, in the game against the Ravens, um, was hit by uh, Earl Thomas. At one point, uh, I believe they actually had to take his face mask off of him in order to you know, be able to get in close enough to see how he was doing. Always a scary situation. So the Pittsburgh Steelers, at least you know tonight, were uh, down to their third-string quarterback. Um, and so... We'll kind of see what happens for next week and whether Mason Rudolph is available for week six. in Sunday Night Football, I believe they go to the uh, the Chargers. Um, and, you know, the Chargers are horrible. Um, you know, losing to Denver, they just haven't – I mean, the offense has not gotten anything going. So definitely interesting to see what's going on, what's going to happen there. Uh, second story, Tyreek Hill, it is realistic that he comes back for week six um hoping that uh for those of you who have Tyreek Hill that have stashed him um and not traded him or who have been able to get uh get him on IR uh hopefully he is able to come back free next week and honestly that i think that'll help out the rams offense as well uh tonight or sorry not the rams offense the chiefs offense um we will see uh, how that goes, uh, considering tonight they just did not play well. They were outmatched with uh, the Colts defense. So, Colts defense played a phenomenal job, uh, really stopping up basically anything that uh, that the Rams wanted to do on offense. And it once you know, once Patrick Mahomes got injured with his ankle injury, that was you know he wasn't as mobile, which made it a lot easier for the the Colts to get to him. So, uh, AJ Green. Rumor has that A.J. Green is unlikely to sign an extension with Cincy. I believe this is the last year on his deal. I'd have to look, but I think this is the last year on his deal, um, which means he could get traded. It's a very strong possibility. We need to, you know, this is the time of year to start watching the trade deadline uh, in the NFL. I believe it's 4 p.m. Eastern time, October 29th is the trade deadline for this year. Um, you know there have been a bunch of names thrown about. Uh, I know that uh, the Saints, I want to say, tried to get Emmanuel Sanders last year. We'll see if that you know that happens again this year. With um, a lot of teams um, in rebuild mode for the most part. Uh, you know you've got you know the Bengals could be trading away for picks or for you know for for other players. Miami. Could still trade away a couple of players. Not, I mean, there's not much left in terms of talent on that team. Um, could could trade away, you know, a player or two. Um, let's see, what are some other teams that are really struggling? Uh, you know, the Bengals, the Dolphins. Um, you know, we'll see. I don't think the Cardinals would be too would be too interested just because they've got a new coach. And they're doing a whole new rebuild, and they've got a lot of the youth that they want. So, again. Uh, trade deadline could be really, really interesting this year. Um, I know last year it got really interesting too. And just, it was a lot more than expected, uh, from, uh, from an NFL trade deadline. It was, you know, it had a lot of the, the intrigue and everything that you would expect from an MLB deadline that never happens. (laughs) Um, and so, like I said, it'll be interesting to see what happens there. Uh, A couple other injuries to watch for, um, James Washington with his with a, a shoulder injury, we'll kind of see how that plays out in Pittsburgh, uh, with uh, with Juju and Deontay Thompson, um, you know, being the guys right there now in terms of the the wide receivers. Uh, Sammy Watkins uh, left the, I believe, in the first quarter with an with a hamstring injury, which really. That was part of what hampered the the Chiefs' offense tonight when their start when their three wide receiver sets were Demarcus Robinson, McCole Hardman, and what Pringle, whatever his first name is, um, you know that's not exactly a star-studded lineup to put out there to try to get to try to get open. So um, Wayne Gallman is another is another guy that had a concussion this week. After I want to say it was on his second carry, he had two carries for 14 yards, and then you know in the first quarter, and then goes out with a concussion. So um, we'll kind of see what happens there. I believe John Hilliard, Hillibrand Hilliard, something like that, um, is now. Sorry, I'm not all that caught up on the third, third and fourth string running backs for the um, for the Giants. And then, like I mentioned earlier, a little bit, uh, Patrick Mahomes with his ankle just was not very mobile tonight. So we'll see how that affects him and what uh, what happens going into next week. So, all right. So what we are going to do is we're going to take um, you know, I know we're just getting into this. We're going to take a little break uh, for a second for an ad read, and then we're going to get right into our kings and stings. Have your fantasy teams been struggling this year, or perhaps you've been doing pretty well but want to put yourself over the top? Then make sure to visit our friends over at Finish First Fantasy Advisors. They are the premier one-on-one consulting firm that specializes in providing you with expert support to help guide you to the championship. You will be matched with one of their expert advisors to provide you with the season-long insight for your redraft, dynasty, or DFS formats. Their advisors will contact you weekly to answer all of your questions and provide you the needed information to get to the next level. Set up a free 15-minute consultation by emailing them at info at finishfirstfantasy.com or by visiting them at www.finishfirstfantasy.com. That's www.finishfirstfantasy.com. All right, our kings and stings. We will start it off with the quarterbacks. Our number 3 king is my homeboy Mr. Russell Wilson, 268 passing yards, 4 TDs, 8 carries for 32 yards. Um I has had a phenomenal season is moving up. I want to say right now I believe is um, someone was mentioned that he's around the number two in terms of the, the all, um, the MVP candidacy right behind Patrick Mahomes for the NFL. So definitely, a uh, an awesome thing to see there that he is, you know, playing to the level that he is and getting the recognition. Um, so he was our number three Our number two is Matt Ryan, 330 yards, three TDs, one interception had three carries for seven yards and a touchdown as well as a two point conversion. So a big game. Uh, for Matt Ryan. Unfortunately, it was against the Houston Texans in Houston, and that just wasn't enough because Deshaun Watson, our number one king of the week uh, in terms of the quarterbacks, put up 426 passing yards, five TDs, four carries for 47 yards, um, and most of that was to Will Fuller. So a uh, phenomenal game from him. Uh, you know, the, the the Falcons' defense does not play – at all away from home, they play okay at home. They do not play. They do not travel well. So, um, definitely something to rem- rem- remember when you're putting together your lineups, especially if you're looking at DFS. Um, you know, that's these are these are these are things you need to be aware of uh, when putting together your lineups for for possible sleepers and that sort of thing. So, uh, moving on to the running backs, uh, our number three, Mister Josh Jacobs, had himself a big game over across the pond. 26 carries, 123 yards, two touchdowns, also had four targets, three catches, and 20 receiving yards, so again, he was our number three king in terms of the running backs. Number two, Christian McCaffrey is just an absolute stud. 19 carries, 176 yards, two touchdowns, nine targets, six catches, 61 yards, and another touchdown and the backup, uh, was it uh, Bonifon or whatever his name is, ended up having a 59-yard touchdown himself to seal the game. So um, great job, you know, in terms of the, the Carolina offense. Uh, McCaffrey is just – he is a freak of nature. You, I mean, you've seen where he's come from from his rookie year, um, the amount of work that he has put on to prepare his body to be able to, to uh, do this and put in as, as much work in a game as he has done um is is phenomenal so our number one king of the week is a guy that i have not been too high on all season and now that you know half the 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 half the packers are injured they had no choice but to lean on a mr aaron jones 19 carries 107 yards and four touchdowns he also had nine targets seven catches for 75 yards um you know uh, just a big game from aaron jones this is not something that i necessarily expected. Um, from either team in that uh, in that Packers-Cowboys game. I was amazed at, uh, that the defenses gave up as much as they did and that the teams, that the, the offenses were playing as well. Um, those are two solid defenses that have played very well in good matchups. So congratulations again to Mr. Aaron Jones being our running back king of the week. Uh, wide receivers number three. Uh, f- again from that uh Cowboys and Packers game, Mister Amari Cooper, 14 targets, 11 catches, 226 yards and a touchdown. Big game for him. Um, you know, really the you know, uh, Dak Prescott really leaned on him this game, and and Amari Cooper came through. Number two, this is kind of a surprise. I was not expecting quite this amount of production from. Um, from Mr. Mike Thomas because, again, Teddy Bridgewater is is the quarterback there. But 13 targets, 11 catches, 182 yards, and two touchdowns. Big game for Michael Thomas. And the number one, Mr. Will Fuller, 16 targets, 14 receptions, 217 yards, and three TDs. Um, I have a – in the the listener league, I have – um uh, Will Fuller and Will Fuller scored almost one half of my points. I believe he put up 60 points in the game <laughs> in the because of the the some of the bonuses and everything that are involved in, in that league. So a uh, big game from Will Fuller. It's nice to see him finally break out and have that kind of a game. So um moving on to our tight end kings. Only one of these guys did I expect to do anywhere near this. Um, number three, Mr. Zach Ertz uh seven targets, five catches, 57 yards and a touchdown. That's, you know, pretty much standard operating procedure in terms of um in terms of Zach Ertz and his production. Number 2, Mr. Darren Fells. Two targets, two catches, 20 yards and two touchdowns. This I'm going to come up with whether I do it here on the podcast or write an article about this. I want to I want to figure out what to do with Darren Fells this is this has been an interesting couple of weeks and I I don't want to be caught in recency bias and tell people to go pick him up and then him fall flat again so um I'm going to do a little more digging on Darren Fells and whether or not he is the real deal so and the number one tight end king of the week Mr. Gerald Everett 11 targets 7 catches 136 yards Unfortunately, he had the, the ball go through his hands um, on the uh, phenomenal interception by Tedrick Thompson uh, in the Thursday night game that changed possession and stopped up that drive uh, that, that they were really moving down the field on, So, All right, so that is it for our Kings. Let's move on to the rougher part of fantasy and our QB or our stings of the week. Um, QB stings. Number three is Carson Wentz. Um, you know, Philadelphia did great, but they did a lot of it with their defense. Uh, Carson Wentz, 189 passing yards, one touchdown. That was the one to Zach Ertz. No turnovers. Um, just it's not, that's, while that's great for, for an offense, it doesn't do much for you in fantasy. Aaron Rodgers, our number two sting of the week, uh, 238 passing yards, no touchdowns, no interceptions, all the production went through Aaron Jones. And our number one QB Sting what happened to be a guy that I streamed this week because I thought it was a, a pretty decent matchup. Denver has had a lot of issues. And they go into L.A. and rip up the Chargers. Uh, Phillip Rivers, 211 passing yards, no touchdowns, and two interceptions. Just a horrific game from the Chargers kind of makes me sick so (laughs) to be completely honest um so yeah so that's that's what we've got going on there moving on the running back stings we have two people from the same team on this one so um our kind of honorable mention simply because it was due to injury was Wayne Gallman again that two carries for 14 yards then he goes out with the concussion um our, our official number three Again, these guys, I try to keep it owned at 70% or more, so most likely starting in at least a flex position. Uh, Royce Freeman, 13 carries, 61 yards, two uh, two receptions for six yards. Well, it's not it's not terrible. You're hoping for more when you put a guy in your flex position, and so especially for a guy that's owned in 90% of leagues or so, I think it's 80, 80 85 maybe. Um, So just, just, you're hoping for more even out of a flex position. So Um, moving on, our, our top two stings are Damian Williams, nine carries for 23 yards and then three catches for 15. That's all he did in this game. And LaShawn McCoy, the number one sting of the week, uh, no carries, two catches for 23 yards and a lost fumble. So really rough, again, rough game for the, for, the, uh, for the Chiefs in this one. I am sorry to all my Chiefs, uh, to my f- friends and, and followers who are Chiefs fans. Um, you guys have a phenomenal team. You guys will bounce back. Don't take it too hard. Uh, moving on, the wide receiver stings, and this is, this is just absolutely pathetic. <laughs> Let's be honest. The wide receivers were horrible today, again. Last week was awful. This week wasn't as bad because some of the stars still performed like you'd expect them to. But there's a, there's a lot of honorable mentions in this one. So let me uh, let me pull up this real quick so that I've I've got some of these other some of these other ones uh going on. Um starting off uh are are two honorable mentions simply because they are um they are uh injuries where uh philip dorsett and sammy watkins both went out in first quarters because of injuries neither one of them even had a target when they went out so um moving on to number two or our our other honorable mention uh julio jones uh with was it uh, three catches on seven targets for 42 yards in a game where um sorry in a game where Matt Ryan throws for 330 plus and Julio Jones has three catches for 42 yards that's not exactly again what you are looking for um another well i mean it wasn't as bad DeAndre Hopkins wasn't a great game. Seven catch, I mean, seven receptions, 8 yards, just didn't get into the end zone. So, but Julio Jones in half point PPR, only 5.7 points. Um, you're hoping for a lot more. Uh, number three, a guy that I had on my team, uh, Keenan Allen, six targets, four catches for 18 yards, no touchdowns. Uh, 3.8 points in half point PPR. That's a whole lot of fun to deal with. Number two is Mr. Emmanuel Sanders. Um, a lot of productions going to, a lot of targets are going to, uh, Cortland Sutton and Emmanuel Sanders finishes with one target, one catch for nine yards and our number one sting of the week, who I have on two teams along with Keenan Allen. And this is like a week or two after they all exploded, um, and just went off, uh, Mike Evans three targets no catches no touchdowns obviously um zero a big goose egg from mike evans and he wasn't even injured in this new orleans game so uh just awful um obviously it's really looking like chris godwin is is the guy to own in um in tampa bay I'm going to have to start moving Mike Evans, and if I start, you know, if, I, if I'm wrong about him, fine. But I'm starting to, I'm going to be moving him down into that, you know, mid to low wide receiver two range um, simply because he's not getting the target share that Chris Godwin is. So um, moving on to our tight end stings, uh, Delaney Walker, or sorry, O.J. Howard. Both these guys were the same. Uh, O.J. Howard, two targets, one catch for 10 yards. Delaney Walker. Two targets, one catch for 10 yards. And Greg Olson, another goose egg. Two targets, zero catches, zero yards. Really rough. The tight ends were like last week's wide receivers. Um, The guys that you'd expect to do well didn't. And there was a whole lot of sleepers that came out of the woodwork in terms of the tight ends. So um, I may be, (laughs) with how my rankings looked, especially in terms of tight ends the rest of them I didn't mind how my rankings were how my rankings went um and my ranking accuracy for you know quarterback wide receiver running back for the most part is just because I was pretty close to the consensus on a lot of on a lot of picks however the tight ends I may move out of the top 10 uh in tight end ranking uh on the season after this week with how bad that was so um that is it for our kings and stings uh, we're about to go into our uh, Monday night preview, real quick. Our Monday night preview is brought to you by ProLytics. Uh, ProLytics.com is a uh, premium sports analytics uh, website. That they use. Uh, their main um, niche is daily fantasy sports, uh, and they are uh, they have their own um, AI learning machine that they use for predictive analytics that help you with roster construction, decision optimization, um, all while staying up to date with the latest breaking news that they have. Uh, They use it for um, NBA, uh, Major League Baseball, NFL. I believe the NHL is coming soon. And so they have it for multiple sports. This is a phenomenal tool. The the staff has been absolutely um, loving using ProLytics for uh, their – fantasy lineups for DFS on uh, FanDuel and DraftKings. Those are the two, the two services that they work through right now. Again, uh, go to ProLytics, that's dot com. Pro-Lytics.com, pro-lytics.com um, and enter the, the promo code or the coupon code SKULLKINGFF, that's all one word and all lowercase, SKULLKINGFF to get 40% off your first month. Again, we absolutely love ProLytics, and we have been happy to partner with them this year. So uh, make sure, again, go to ProLytics.com to check out what they can do to help you with your daily fantasy lineups. All right, the Monday Night Preview, we got the two teams, the Browns and the, um, other than the uh, New England Patriots, the only other undefeated team left in the league right now, the 49ers. Starting off the Browns, Mr. Baker Mayfield, I have as a, as a, a high to mid quarterback, two, just because of how much they throw the ball. Uh, Chubb, I still have as a running back one. He is, he is almost matchup proof, just with how good um, he is at breaking tackles. Um, as long as their O line is even working semi functionally, uh, Nick Chubb should have a big game. As far as the wide receivers go, uh, Odell Beckham Jr., I have as a low end wide receiver, mid to low wide receiver one. Jarvis Landry, I was a wide receiver, too, but could put up wide receiver one numbers if anything happens, OBJ. As far as uh, the tight end goes, Ricky Seals-Jones, I don't see him as a fantasy option, really, for the most part at all. Moving on to the 49ers, Jimmy Garoppolo I have as a mid-to-low quarterback, too. They depend a lot on the running game. The problem is, you don't know who it's going to be in the running game, and they have three to four different running backs that they all use. So whether it's Brita or Coleman or Mostert or Wilson. Who knows? So I have basically all four of them as running back threes. Um, I think I have Wilson with Tevin Coleman coming back. I have Wilson more ranked in that running back four or five, um, that 40 to 50 range. So that's, a, that's what I've got for the running backs there. Again, we just we have no clarity right now on whether or not Tevin Coleman is even playing. If Tevin Coleman doesn't play. Breida kind of moves up into that high-end running back three, low-end running back two, kind of that 27 to 33 range is where I would have him. As far as the wide receivers go, the the 49ers are 16th, middle of the pack in terms of passing yards per game. So for that, Debo Samuel and and uh, Marquise Goodwin I have both have his boomer bust wide receiver threes. We'll see how much more they can build up after the after the bye week. Debo Samuel, I believe right now, is their wide receiver one. We'll see how he goes. Um coming this week he could he could start moving up in the wide receiver two range on a regular basis as far as uh, rankings go and the uh the tight end George Kittle I have him as a low end tight end one he just doesn't get the amount of production with Jimmy Garoppolo they have a lot more weapons who are staying healthy for the 49ers and therefore uh, uh Kittle just doesn't need to be the only guy in the game plan so um again this is why I was a little down on George Kittle this year so uh, with that being said, that is it for, man, as I'm starting to lose my voice, that is it for the Monday Night Preview. That is it for this show. We want to thank you so much again for taking the time to listen to the Skull King Fantasy Football Podcast. Make sure to hit the subscribe button or what, no matter what uh, platform you're listening to. Uh, we, uh, we want to thank you again for listening, for being fans. Make sure to uh, leave a rating or review. Let us know what you think of the show, and we will, uh, we will talk to you guys later.